there can be so much value in spending time thinking about how you want to accomplish the things that you're trying to accomplish. And yet, that planning can also create some challenges. There can also be challenges trying to figure out how to do the planning that you really know that you would like to do. We're going to talk about planning, the challenges, and more on episode 712 of today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you doing today? I'm good for a Thursday. I, I didn't get up early enough, but I got an, a little alert on my phone that there was going to be a brief snowstorm around 5.04 a.m. today. And is there snow on the ground? I do not see snow at all. No. I guess it was a very brief snowstorm. Yeah. And the whole value of snow to get schools to close and all that good stuff is lost now because they're going to do virtual. Most school systems will do virtual instruction on days when they're closed for snow. So that ritual that we went through when we were kids where you wear your pajamas inside out, say extra prayers, do all kinds of things to get a day off of school so you could go out and sled or sleep late. Most of that's going to be gone this year. Interesting. Be interesting to see how that goes over. <laughs> I would imagine teachers do the same thing. That mm. they are looking for those ways to make a snow day. And I think that if they get them, they'll figure out how to how to manage their day a little differently. The year I was a high school teacher, I was praying for any day I could to get out of school. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we're not planning to try to get out of this show any morning, at least not yet, or unless I, I don't know about it. Maybe you are I'm just not aware of that. <laughs> it's a day-to-day -day decision. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, everyone. Well, welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Each weekday, we have a conversation around a topic. As I mentioned in the opening, this week's topic is planning. Today, we're going to discuss the challenges around planning. And we've had good discussions around the benefits, what it is. And yesterday, we talked about, can you do too much? So if that's something that you struggle with, you might want to go back and watch episode 711. I think there's some value there that might be helpful as you try to figure out how to move forward. So as we go through our conversation today, if you have thoughts or ideas you'd like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments, whether you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live, baby! LinkedIn Live. Uh, we welcome your thoughts and ideas because we know that it'll add value to our show. And it might even impact us enough that we'll change the way we look at the challenges around planning. So please feel free to share that. Then at the end of the conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing. That thing that we hope will help you if you're struggling around planning and uncertain what to do next, that this might help you take your next step forward along your own unique pathway to success. So, of course, if you have one thing that you'd like to share, 
please feel free to share it as your antidote. Because we know that when you share that, there you will add value. And someone out there might be looking for exactly what you are sharing. So don't hold back. Please feel free to let us know what your antidote might be around planning and the challenges. Before we dive into our conversation, though, each day, Bob and I do our celebrations. What are you celebrating today, Bob? I'm celebrating the fact that a friend of mine invited me to a uh, business uh, luncheon today, an online business luncheon. I'm real excited to get to go and participate in this thing. She had an extra seat and uh, she thought of me and I'm looking forward to that. It's a virtual luncheon? It's a virtual, It's I think it's some sort of training and networking thing. I'd heard about it and just didn't really think about it. And then last night it was, hey, I have a seat for this thing if you want to go. And so I will be going to that at noon. Nice. Do you have to bring your own lunch? Or... I will. I mean, it's virtual, so you kind of, I don't think they're going to electronically boom me lunch. Although that would be a really cool way to do a networking luncheon. DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah. There you go. I've never used DoorDash. I've never Neither had a meal delivered to me like that. Neither have I. So yeah. I'm not sure what that would what that would be like or what it would entail. One more bucket list item for both of us, right? There we go. When we do our virtual luncheon, that's what we'll do. We'll order like everybody DoorDash. Wouldn't it be cool if you could like set it up so that DoorDash would just filter out and take it to all the, send it to all the people wherever they are and just be like, so, you know, there's a knock on your office or home door and there's your, you know, fish sandwich. Yeah, I think that, that would be, be. I like that. I think somebody's probably already done that. I would imagine. Okay. All right. Maybe. Well, there you go. The confirmation of the wisdom of your idea right there. How about you, Tom? What do you celebrate today? You know, so I'm celebrating the fact that uh, that at the end of the workday yesterday, I don't think I didn't open my computer once, which is kind of a nice thing. Not even to like hang out or surf around while I watch some TV. I just was able to kick back, relax. We had a fire because it was a little cool here in Maryland. And so it was a nice kind of quiet night, which was good. Nice. Nice. It was a good fire night. Yes. Indoor fire or outdoor fire? Indoor. Indoor. Okay. Right. Yeah. It wasn't that nice out to be outdoor fire. Okay. It was windy outside. Yeah. It was windy and a little cool. Yep. It was yeah. nice and warm inside. So that was. Oh, that sounds stable. really good. Yes. I wish I had a fireplace. That would, that would, that would be the perfect addition to where I live. There you go. Maybe you need an outdoor one. Can't. They won't let me. But Really? Yep. yep. Interesting. The bunker right. has rules. Well, you know, maybe you could uh, devise some sort of plan that might be able to talk them through that and how it might be different. guess I could put a fire on my uh, screen. Don't they have those like fires? You could. Yeah. You could do that. Okay. I'll put that on the list of things to figure out later today. Add that to your so, ever-growing list of things. to. Once I figure out how to get comments on podcasts, once I figure out how to be a Chippendale dancer, once I figure out, you know, I got a lot to work on. No wonder you told me you were busy today. That's right. See? <laughs> it's a full plate. There we so, go. Tom, we've been talking all week about planning. And today, finally... We get to the challenges of planning. This is yeah. an area that I have some expertise in. And Please share. I would love to. 
the number one challenge to planning is finding time, making time, believing that the time invested in planning is worth it. And I am a firm believer in the value of planning, but I will tell you there are weeks where I don't spend the time on planning that I should or could because I just get overwhelmed. And I think that's one of the challenges of getting overwhelmed is you lose sight of the fact that taking an hour or 15 minutes or two hours, whatever it takes to plan, actually is going to save you time in the long run. Yeah. And I'll give you the comparison. I used to teach English, uh, high school, college English. And every time the students had to write a research paper and you had the students that you could convince that, hey, write an outline. Bring the outline to me. Let's look at your outline. We tweak the outline, twist the outline around. Very easy to move things around, add, subtract. Versus the student that would just go and write the paper. And then once they wrote the paper, without the planning, it would be all over the place. And you couldn't move it around as easily it, because they had become married to their sentences and the whole thing. And it's like they were just happy to get it done. And I think in that case, planning what you're going to write is really valuable taking, you know, I used to tell my students when I write, I spend more time planning than actually writing. And I think that's something that I see in my professional life all around that the more time I invest in planning, the more effective I am at achieving what I'm trying to achieve. And we spent what three hours that one Friday morning, or Wednesday morning about two and a half, three months ago, planning my stuff out and after that, I had clarity about clarity about what I wanted to do, what I needed to do, how I could do it. And that planning, while I think either of us could have said, this is a lot of time to invest into this, really in the long run saved me time. But getting that, I, I hear this all the time with people that I want to help. And it's like, I can't find time to schedule a meeting with you. And I always say the same thing to them. It's funny. Most of the people I talk to, once they finally schedule the meeting, they say about two weeks later, oh, I wish I'd done this so much sooner. We just, yeah. and apparently I'm not alone in my challenges with planning because I was looking, we have a nice poll on the uh, Facebook page for the Ring of Renegades and uh, two th uh, almost three quarters of the people say they only plan sometimes. They plan their day only sometimes. Only a quarter say they plan every day. So we we i think we all know the benefits of planning it's making it a reality it's just like exercise we all know the benefits of good exercise do we make it a priority or do we not i think planning is one of those things to easily throw out the window because i'm so busy i don't have time to think about what i might do more efficiently what do you think well there's no doubt that i you know and i've talked to people as well who don't put planning into their schedule. You know, I, I had a conversation with a client the other day and I had asked them, they're, they're a fairly new client and fairly new in their role. And I said, so when you look at all of your, I said, try this exercise, like write down all the things that you, the responsibilities that you have, and then try to um, assign a percentage of time that you feel you should, that you are currently spending doing it. And then Think about the same list and what it what it could look like or the way you would like it to look six months from now when you're a little more settled in your role. And and they sent it back. And the first question I asked them is like, well, do you see something weird about this? Or is it can you think about the question that I'm going to ask? 
Well, of course, their time equaled 100%. And I said, that's fascinating. I'm like, don't you have meetings, organizational meetings that you have to be at? Well, yes. Okay, well, where's that show up? And, you know, do you have any time for the unexpected that's going to pop up and might happen? Have you thought about that at all? Um, and, you know, they had even said to me before, you know, they, I think one of the things they said when they, I asked that question was, I didn't set aside any time for planning. And I said, yeah, I said, that's a, that's an important part of our day. And so what I've asked them to do now is to go back and add those things in so that you have a more realistic view of your day. They were sharing with me that Wednesdays and Thursdays for them are heavy meeting days. And I said, well, that's important to know as you look at your time. Because if you're expecting that you're going to have 40% of your week to spend on managing your team, and yet almost 40%, two days, is spent in meetings, it's not going to leave you a whole lot of time left to do everything else that you need to do. And so if we don't plan for those things that we already know that are out there, um, we're going to end up overwhelmed and frustrated. Because we, because we've built other things into that time, and now we can't figure out when are we supposed to do all the other things that we said were of value. And so I think that that's, you know, a key part of it is you actually, as you said, schedule time to do it. It's like working out, and and I think so often people don't do that. I think one of the other challenges of planning is sort of on the other side of it. You spend all this time planning, you put together your plan. And then, you know, sort of there are certain people who are like, well, if we don't stick to our plan, it wasn't successful because we we're going to miss out on something that we really wanted to do. You know, it's the people who like map their whole vacation out and say, we're going to do this every single minute. And then something happens and they can't do it. And then, of course, their the expectations that they had aren't met. And now they feel like it wasn't a success. And so I think sometimes we feel so trapped by the planning that we can't divert from it because this was it. This was what we had planned to do. We have to stick to this or else we're not going to achieve what we thought we were going to achieve. When in reality, part of planning is understanding that this is the intended pathway, knowing that other things might pop up. We also have the other side of it, right? The people that plan and plan and plan and plan and replan and plan and plan and then never execute. Yes. You know, and that's that's another challenge. The the oh, I'm not ready yet. When I was doing website stuff, the people would not want their website to go. No, I want to look at it one more time. Give me another couple of days to look at it. Just could we'd planned it, we'd mapped it out, we prepared it, and I'm just not, I don't feel comfortable with the changes yet. And uh, I even had an author I was working with, they'd written a book and they didn't want to send it to the printer because they were worried that there might be a typo. And they had planned for all these things. They had all these people read it. We had gone through it a million times. And I finally said, I'm like, you can't, you wrote the book. So many people want to write a book. You did the hard part. This should be the easy part. And they're like, well, what if there's something wrong with it? What if, it, what if I spelled a name? Yeah, whatever. But I think we can convince ourselves that we we've got to keep taking the action of planning 
of preparation for something rather than execution because in the planning phase it's safe right you're not putting your neck on the line you're not you're not at risk of getting anything that might go wrong if you're in that planning phase and i think some people take great comfort in just planning and planning and planning and i think that can be a real challenge i know it's happened to me a couple of times with things where it's like at some point it's like okay I can't plan anymore. I need to just do it and see what happens. And I think that's the, the overwhelm can work in that way too. Like I'm overwhelmed. Just been planning this forever. Okay. And I liken it to, uh, you know, weddings when you're in a wedding, when you get married, you've planned and planned and planned. You've worried about every little thing. And then suddenly that day comes and it just goes by like that. And if you had told me what I planned for my wedding, I don't know that all those things happened. I don't know that they didn't. And I think that's part of it. We plan and then the execution, we kind of take on a different brain often. Well, things happen that we don't expect. Right. You know, and then we have to adjust. And sometimes the plan gets thrown out the window. You know, we had, as you were speaking about weddings, we had uh, our plan was we were having our reception at a golf course. And we had a big tent set up to be outside for the reception part of it. Well, it was about 30 degrees and rainy. And even though they had set up like indoor heaters, it was not conducive. It was not balmy. It was not not the weather to be outside in a tent at night. And so, you know, that tent sat there as people pulled in and went into the building. And, you know, we just had to adjust. And again, not that it's not beneficial to do that you know you want to have a plan so you can say this is what we're intending to do i think the challenge is one of the challenges you set this plan and that plan creates expectations Mm -hmm. and the expectations sometimes because there's the results are so much out of our control that the expectations lead to judgment which leads us to being frustrated and you know we had directions very well done for people to get there and almost everyone lost to the point where I had a gas station was like, Oh, you must be for the wedding. Go over here, turn left and then go up that road. (laughs) And you know, and so what so many people talk about when they think about our wedding was not how beautiful the church was or how fun the reception was. It was like, Oh yeah, I remember we all got lost. And, and I think that that's, so we could look back on that and be really frustrated or just laugh that, you know, you do everything you possibly can to to create the atmosphere or the event or, you know, the project that you're working on. And then right. things happen that are out of your control. And I think that's, you know, almost planning for that unexpected, I think, is really helpful. You know, this client I was talking to has there's a responsibility in their organization that their team is responsible for finding the people to do this one thing. And so if they can't, and it's an essential thing for the organization, they have to fill in. And so it became a real disruptor when that was happening because everyone had their plan for the day. And so as I was talking with them, I'm like, well, why don't you just plan that this is your day? set aside that, okay, on Thursdays, if this goes wrong, I know that this is what I have to do. So that you keep open that time 
And now it becomes found time. Like if everything goes as planned, great. I don't have to go do this other thing that happened that, you know, when the unexpected happens, I have to go do. And then that throws my whole schedule off because I had planned to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, so now you have time that you plan for that is not free to do something else and allowed to differ. So I think that's, you know, the challenge is that we don't plan sometimes for the unexpected. I, I think that's a key point. Um, I So the, I guess my, I've got two today's antidotes today. Wait, what? I know. You give me a hard time when I have to. I know, I know. It's supposed one, to be the one thing. I think I've heard that before. All right, so it's going to be the one and a half thing. Okay. I, I think the first thing is there's, there's, um, you have to make time to plan. You really do. To, to really achieve what you want to achieve, especially if you're working with other people, the investment in time to plan is really critical. The second one, and you really brought this up, is the whole idea that you can't plan 100% of your day because unexpected things will come up. There'll be challenges and changes and last minute requests. So if you've got that and I, I'm, I'm thinking of the days I've planned this week, I've planned 100% today. And I can see it's going to go. That's the missing piece. If I plan 70% of the day, I have 30% wiggle room. Now, I, now today, I understand why I end up having to work later in the day. It's because I, over, I, I overextend myself because I don't give wiggle room to myself. And the wiggle room probably would give me comfort because then I might get stuff done early and then I could take on something or do something that I've had on the to-do list that just doesn't make the list. So I like that. How about you? So I think that one of the biggest challenges around planning is the expectations that it sets up. You know, we spend all this time Putting in planning of what it's going to look like and what are we going to do and how are we going to accomplish this goal we want to accomplish and what are the steps we're going to take. And so I think you feel really good usually when you do that. I think if you ask people when they take the time to plan, they feel confident. They have more, feel like they have a little more control over what's going to happen. And so the expectation is I've spent all this time planning. And the reality is, is that likely things are going to happen that you did not expect. And those things that are out of your control are going to come into play. And so all this time planning to get maybe results that we weren't expecting, that just leads to a judgment. And that judgment can then have us not looking at what did we learn, looking at, well, this didn't go the way I planned. And so all that planning was a waste of time. Like why spend all that time planning when something happened, the rain was going to come, it was going to be cold and we couldn't use the tent that we planned to use that, you know, this great event we were having for our organization, for all of our customers and clients and vendors, we had to cancel because of the weather. So we just wasted all this time doing all this planning that didn't lead to a result. And so I think that that, that the planning, rather than taking it as, okay, this is what we're going to try and do to the best of our ability. And we know, as you said, that things are going to pop up unexpectedly that are going to have an impact on our plan. And so our goal is just to take those steps and then figure out how to, how it goes. 
unfortunately, typically when we take those steps, something goes awry and we have to do something different and we don't get the results we expected, we start judging either the results or we judge the, you know, the wasted time. Rather than saying, hmm, how might we have planned differently? We look at it as a waste of time. I like that. I, I like that a lot. All right. So as we... Uh, um, I, I'm looking at... Stephen just wrote in with a comment. I spent a whole week planning a trip. Then it rained in the mountains. Watched uh, from biking to wet hiking. Planning was a waste in that case. Um, and then he responded, I thought outdoor technology would have helped. But again, there are things outside our control. And weather is one of those things. Correct. And, and I think, you know, the one thing you, and again, you what you could walk away from that was even the best laid plans. Right. And sometimes go awry. And how do we become prepared for that? Knowing that conditions can change. And again, you can, and, and that's where the harmony of, yes, you could think of absolutely every possible scenario you could try. So that you had every piece of gear you could ever need for biking and whatever situation might come. And there's a good chance that you might not have thought of all of them. And so I think that's just something you can add to your knowledge and experience for the next time you go to do something. Which is why as we become adults and become more mature in our life, we tend to be more adept at things you know you talk about the seasoned veteran it's because they bring in more factors into their planning and their execution of things because they have more knowledge perspective and experience yes as long as they don't let that cloud new opportunities correct correct there there's the double-edged sword yeah there's the the harmony that you try to find between all this value that it has and not letting that blind you from other things that might impact your knowledge experience or perspective all right everyone if you have one thing you'd like to share please feel free to share it in the comments because we know that it will benefit our community if you are struggling with challenges or i'm sorry with the challenges of planning everyone's struggling with challenges tom uh, or they just look at them as opportunities anyhow uh if that's one of the challenges you have is planning and either figuring out how to do it trying not to overdo it or trying to figure out how do I take the time and effort and energy to do it, get results that are different and not judge those results and actually learn from them. Our workshop on December 8th can help you with that. We'll walk you through a process that will help you put a plan together for whatever your next big goal is or your dream is. And whether that's for this month, the end of the year, the first quarter of next year, all of next year, whatever that might look like for you, whatever your big goal or dream is, we want to help you achieve it and stop just dreaming about it. And so if you want more information about that, I'm sure while I'm doing this, Bob is going to put in the comments uh, where you can go to get further information about our Achieve Your Next Big Goal, Stop Dreaming, Stop Just Dreaming About It workshop on December 8th in Maryland. Uh, so we would love to have you come and be a part of that. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out to Bob or me and we can uh, fill you in with some further details about it. It's going to be an all day thing. It's going to include breakfast, lunch, and a happy hour at the end, as well as five excellent sessions to help you plan so that you can take your next step forward to achieve whatever it is than that big goal or dream that you have. 
So we look forward to seeing you as a part of that. If not, uh, we maybe we'll see you inside of one of our rooms. You can join us if you're a LinkedIn person in the Renegade Success Network for Leaders room or in Facebook, you can join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group and share your thoughts and ideas and your value there. And while you're doing that, I have a good feeling that you're going to gain some value as well. You're going to be impacted because there are going to come to times when you are stuck and uncertain and you're looking for that one thing that might help you move forward and achieve the success that you desire. So we look forward to seeing you inside of those rooms. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. It's not just our next episode, Tom. No, no. It's Discoveries uh, of the Week, my favorite one of the week. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Sorry. It's not just the next episode. Go out and have a great day, everyone. We'll see you soon. Hey, and embrace the renegading you. It's worth it. You watch. You'll see. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, Go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.